thank you for giving us eyes to see. You said in the Bible, blessed are your, are your eyes. And we just agree that every scripture is for us. And we say, yes, Lord, may it be so. It is so. Amen. We say amen to you. Blessed are our eyes, for they see what they see. Many righteous people long to see this. We see it. Sometimes we have to believe that we see it before we see it. Because we walk by belief, not by sight. We choose to agree that we have blessed eyes that can see. And it's in your hands, the timing for us to actually see whatever it is. We just see right now that we're to believe. Even in the darkness, even the dark to you is light, is what David said. How much more light are we living in now, 3,000 years later, 2,000 years into the blood of the new covenant? We agree with that covenant and with the blood. Amen. All right. Thank you, Jen, for putting that together for us. Thank you, Caroline, for doing sound for us. So appreciate all servants serving in every way. Thank you guys who volunteered to be with kids. Um, just so appreciate it. Thank you to Uncle Tim, who just gets in up here early, makes it run for us, gets it cool in here. <sighs> um, all right. I want to first ask Karis to come to see if there are any announcements. All right. Yes, sir. It is. We're about to go into that right now. So um, we are kicking off the house churches, the home groups. It would be a good idea, and it's biblical. I think it wouldn't be a not godly thing to do to start this. Um, but we have an extra layer of leadership. We believe God spoke to Uncle Tim. He didn't despise that prophecy. He tested it with his wife. They both had um, a confirmation. They tested it with Karis and I. We've tested it with other people. Last time when you guys made your commercials for these, there were so many cool confirmations. I had a conversation again with John Kohlberg this week, the guy who serves as a servant leader and spiritual authority overseeing this ministry who lives in Ohio. Soon he'll be here to visit, by the way. He's really eager to come and serve you guys. I think it'll be a real blessing for everyone when he comes. Um, that's how it works with spiritual blessing and spiritual leadership that's from God. Paul would write to these people, and when he would write to them, his communication of words would bring a blessing on them. And he would say, read these in your house churches. <laughs> the reading of them would bless the people. It wasn't because he was intelligent and he was telling them what to do. It's he was actually under them, washing their feet with the word. Jesus did the same thing. He said, you're already clean because of that word I've spoken to you. And he cleaned their feet. So John is going to come here and, and wash feet with the word of God. When Paul would visit, he said, I long to come to you because you know what's going to happen. I'm going to come with a blessing. I'm going to come with the blessing of Christ. And he also said... Oh, and I want to receive a deposit from you, too. So it goes both ways. Anyway, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, I told John 
about the home groups, and God's spirit was just hitting me again as I was testifying about that. I told him specific things like Megan's vision this summer in Georgia, the same time Uncle Tim was getting the word, she saw people worshiping in her house, and it just so happens that now uh, she and Caroline are going to be hosting worshipers with the Culbertsons leading uh, on Monday nights. Aunt Debbie chose... Uh, was left, the only day left was Tuesday after she'd been seeking out the Lord. And, and then the Lord spoke, that's in your DNA. Tabernacle Tuesdays was the first thing, uh, for dwelling. That's was our first beginnings, even before we were called dwelling. We were just like, uh, Tabernacle of David, people, crew. There's five of us. Um, Tabernacle Tuesday. Um, and so that's, and then we were meeting in their home. Well, now, God comes back and he says to Aunt Debbie, I knew you would choose Tuesday. That's in your DNA. Um, and then the Colbertsons, they had such a heart. That was a lifeline for them, home church, when they were in Texas. And now they get to come back into that blessing and give that blessing away. Um, and <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> we started this all on Winding Way. And that is where Adani and Noel are now living, and they're going to be hosting the other meeting. Um, so it's just like, wow, God, there's so many things that are continuing confirmation of this. Um, and uh, Davey and Robin, for years, for they've been a part of this community for almost exactly four years. And for years, four years, they have sought to have something like official and like structured to serve dwelling with. Now they've served some in our community. I know Rachel and Krista, um, and I'll, many, I bet pretty much all of you have been blessed by Davey and Robin just publicly and private prayers. But I know they've poured their hearts into these two, um, a lot through prayer, through coaching. And, but now beyond just individuals one at a time, they're going to be able to give to whoever is brave enough to show up for their fitness sessions on Saturday morning. So it's a fullness of time for them, too. It's just all around. And one other thing that I told John, you, you can't script this unless you're God. So our timing of this was not planned at all. Uncle Tim received the word in July about six weeks ago. We've been testing it for, we tested it, put it through the thorough test for four weeks. It kept checking out. And then now, since we decided, Lord's like confirmed it even more. It's been made clear. This is his perfect, pleasing will. If we can take a step in his will, things are good. Okay? Even if they don't feel good, it's good. But here's the thing we couldn't have scripted. After John and I talked back in 2014 and the, and the call came, which I had no idea what it meant, Travis partnered with me in building the Tabernacle of David in Wilmore. I, I didn't know what it meant, and the Lord actually waited till I stopped doubting the word. He actually gave me a rebuke months after he had spoken. He spoke to do it in April, and in June he said, um, you've got a spirit of doubt in you, and it's almost like you're in Moses' mode when he got the call. And I totally didn't believe that rebuke. It came through a person. And... <laughs> And the person speaking in first person from God said, 
And you know how Jesus would sigh sometimes? He would sigh. He's like, oh, faithless generation. I don't think he was condemning. He wasn't a condemner. He was just like, oh, Father, the faith here is really low. (laughs) And then when he would get the opposite, oh, Roman centurion. All right, everybody, publicly. And he was not into praising a man. He was like, oh, we got a live one over here. I looked all over Israel. and can't find somebody with the faith like this guy. And we'd look at his chosen 12. He'd be like, Guys, where is your faith? Did, did you did you get a hole in your pocket? Did you lose it? Um, so anyway, I was rebuked, and the prophetic person said, along with the sigh, Travis, what more do I, you need from me? What more do you need from me? What more do I need to do? And I was scratching my head. I'm like, is Lord? Is that you through this person, or are they just, like, missing it? God has a track record with this person in my life, though. And I was like, I, I wanted to, I always desired to have a humble and open heart. And so I was, but I was like, I don't feel like that. Well, it was true. It was absolutely true. And it was like, the stings from the Lord actually are good. A wise man loves a rebuke. It's like oil on his head, okay? You get... The more you're open to rebukes, the more anointing in God's spirit comes into your life. The more oil that's on your head and you see clearly, you start to get anointed in your mind. Okay? A hard heart, you get confused. If you don't, you don't, you go like this to rebukes, whether it comes straight from God or other people, it, uh, it, it's robbing you of oil that God wants to pour on your head. So he helped me and I'm, this is what I'm getting at. We started the Lord spoke to me after we got rid of the doubt thing in, July, in June. Uh, or actually, no, it was July. It was July, okay? So I'd been dealing with that for like three months, okay? Oh, I got to tell you this. Sorry. We don't have a speaker tonight, so we're good, okay? Yes, I do. I want the kitties to stay. Um, kiddos. Kids. When I received that prophetic word, that rebuke, Along with it came, because every word that uh, God speaks, it, it's, it's spirit and life. Jesus spoke words of life, and I've talked to you about this analogy before. When God speaks a word, it's like a living orb. It's, it's a manifestation of God himself. Jesus is the word. All of Jesus is not trapped in that word, but that's part of Jesus' heart. That's a piece of his beating heart that actually comes into us, if we agree with it, and it does the good work. Couple different things. It puts strength into you, good things into you, and it gets out bad. Now, this is kind of funny and kind of gross. For the next three weeks after I agreed with that word, okay, I, by the by the end of that night, I was like, I was getting convicted. I'm like, I have been. I've been doubting the Lord. I've been like coy about this. So I repented and said, okay, Lord, I, yes, sir, I, I, I'm here to do that. That which I do not know what to do, I am here to do that. When I agreed with that, a three-week deliverance began. I was being delivered from a spirit of doubt, and he spoke to me and said, I'm getting the doubt out of your mouth, because what's in our heart comes out of our mouth, okay? And... This is gross, but for three weeks, I had this totally, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't 
ever have morning breath or like, you know, carouses like this if I've eaten salsa or like onions or whatever. But, I mean, this breath that was coming out of me, I'll just be honest, I was like, oh my goodness, I have the medical condition of halitosis. It must be, you know, I've turned 30 and it's, we've, we've gone somewhere where I didn't want to go. But here we are. Lord have mercy on the people with whom I interact. It was foul and different. But I, I was convicted that the Lord, uh, or I was enlightened. The Lord's like, I'm getting a wicked seed from the enemy of doubt, of unbelief. I'm taking it out of you. And there's actually a manifestation of the physical. Some of you have been around when uh, demons have been cast out of people and this horrible smell comes. I've heard it from testimony from many different people, many different places. This horrible smell coming out, not every time. It's not like a prerequisite, but a lot of times that manifestation happens. That happened. So... All that to say, that's in the DNA of dwelling. So if God speaks to you, rebuke, say yes. And if you get bad breath or something else, just go with it, okay? You're being delivered. When it went away in three weeks, I was like, oh, and I was like, the next day is away. I was like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> thank you. Um, praise the Lord. The Lord spoke after that in July. He spoke the next month in August. Labor Day is, oh, yeah. I just need to hold this thing. Yeah. I cannot be bound to a, a stationary location. Labor Day 2014 is Labor Day for you in this Tabernacle of David work. Now that you've agreed with the word, you've had a Mary heart where Mary said, whatever you speak, let it be done unto me. And she received God's word instead of the wicked doubt she received the belief and the faith and then she brought that child to, to bear she gave birth so the Lord's like you have said yes now I want you to give birth Did, had Mary seen the baby inside of her I mean she saw the sign of it she'd never seen the baby I had no idea what this birthed tabernacle of David thing would look like I had said yes after a little bit of rebuke and spanking from the Lord, I had said yes, and now it was time to birth. My gestation period was only like six weeks, you know? I don't know if I've ever said my gestation period before in my life, but now I have. It's biblical. Paul prayed. He said, I'm, I'm in labor pangs for you, Galatians, I'm, until Christ is formed in you. But I called out to a few people and you know there were six of us who showed up Labor Day 2014 and now here we are starting up in the homes again that same week Labor Day week you, you know that's just such an encouragement to me that's yet another thing it's like the icing on the cake or the cherry on top of the icing like this is of me so I hope you're encouraged by that, that this is a God thing. And as I said before, when we take a step together in God's will that he wants for us as a community, that comes back to you as individuals. He's pouring more grace into your life. This is September. We're taking a step. It's September.
And I believe that the effects of that will be felt in individual lives and in this community. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have, in just a moment, I'll tell you to come up. We're going to have Uncle Tim's um, group right here. We're going to have Adani's group right here. Uncle Tim and Aunt Debbie, Adani and Noel. We're going to have the Culbertsons and Megan and Caroline's group right here. And then we're going to have Davey and Robin's group right here, okay? I think we'll have at least a person representing each home, okay? And for those of you who have chosen uh, and decided which group that you want to be a part of, we want you to come and stand in those places. So we'll have the little colonies up here, the little groups. And I want the kids to be a part of this too, okay? And what's going to happen is Uncle Tim's group is going to pray a commissioning prayer over Adani's group. Adani's group is going to pray a commissioning group over the Culbertsons, and the Culbertsons are going to pray a commissioning prayer over the Ferraros. Okay? So we're going to have one person from each house group pray, and the other house groups, you just, we're, you're agreeing with it, and, you know, we're, we're all gathering around that one group, but we'll just have one person pray. Let me clarify. We'll have one adult and one kid. Now, no kid has to pray, okay? But kids, we so respect who you are. We so respect your music, your singing, um, the way you teach us. When I'm giving you a teaching, we respect you. We believe God is with you. We want to receive from you. So we would love it if each of the kids prayed for one group. So you can pray if you would like to. If you don't feel like uh, uh, doing that tonight, that's okay too. All right. Well, why don't all the groups come up? And if you haven't chosen group yet, that's just, just you can fill in in one that looks a little bit thin. So come on up. Uncle Tim's right here. And put a little bit of space in between us. Uncle Tim's. You guys scoot down just a little bit. Oh, you're Uncle Tim's? Oh, you're Adonis. Okay, you're in limbo. Okay. Awesome. Hey, that's awesome. Yes, we're just going to pray. I mean, what time is it? Okay. So, um, I'm going to have Bob, if you would, Bob, pray for Adani's group. Um, Laura, I'm going to have you pray for the Culbertsons. Um, Krista, are you in this? Okay. All right. All right. Caroline, I'm going to have you pray for uh, the Ferraros. Awesome. And then... Sue, if you would pray for this group afterwards, okay? So, um, you know what we need to do? That's good. We need to just all grab hands, okay? Oh, do any of the kids want to pray? You can use the mic if you want to. You don't have to. It's just an invitation. All right, if you change your minds at all, kids during it, when somebody says amen, you can just say, I'd like to pray, okay? What's that? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Each person who prays, hold the mic. Um, so let's let's go ahead. And... Oh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but as I talked with John and with Karis, what was on my heart was to um, rotate coming to each group, just to um, just to be an encouragement to you uh, with my presence, everybody here, but also encourage you guys to use your gifts and your leadership. That's what this is about, okay? And so I, I don't think that you guys think, I don't think of myself as a stifling presence or like heavy-handed, but I, I do recognize God's giving me leadership and authority, and I just want to give that back to you guys so you're more empowered. So what I want to consider to be rotating? Yes. Yes. All right, so Bob, if you would pray for Adani and Noel's group, please. Jesus, we just come to you tonight um, thinking of the nations and praying for the nations right now and knowing that um, that you're going to do some mighty things through the prayers of this group, through the actions of this group. Uh, so, Lord, I just uh, pray your anointing on them and guidance in such a way that, that they know exactly who's on their heart each time they meet what country, what people, what uh, missionaries. Uh, Lord, we just know that you um, will guide them in that kind of way. So we just trust you tonight to, uh, to be the leader of that group. So we just, we just ask your blessings on all of them in your precious name. Lord, um, I thank you for the opportunity for the Culbertson's family to hear from you and bless those that are coming into this group. I pray, Lord God, for such a spirit of family there that um, as, as each person comes in, as new people come in, Whoever is uh, drawn in there, Lord, will feel that warmth and that love and that caring and that compassion. I pray, Lord God, for such wisdom in their prayers, that their prayers will be so effective in setting people free and causing people to feel seen and heard and respected and loved. And I pray, Lord God, that... Um, your creativity will just abound there. There there will be ways that they will reach out that will be maybe even new to them. I thank you, Lord, for this new opportunity, and I pray a blessing on the Culbertsons, but I also pray a blessing on this house. I pray, Lord God, for a, a blessing on this home that is a welcoming place and that there will be abundance flowing there. In Jesus' name. Uh, Jesus, we just thank you so much for um, Robin and Davey and just for their hearts, uh, their hearts for you and their hearts for the body, God. And um, we just never want to forsake the temple of the Holy Spirit. Like, we never want to scorn what you have given us. Um, and so we just ask uh, a special blessing over Robin and Davey's house ministry, Lord, that it would go so well 
that um, even some of us around here might be frightened <laughs> to go, that you would just, um, yeah, that you would just make it such a good time, Lord, and that there would be just clear, um, just, just just a clear uh, des- just desire in everyone's heart um, to get right in their bodies with you, Lord, um, to use that time to, to worship. Um, I just pray for that. Uh, specifically, I pray for the uh, workout room, Lord. I pray for the equipment. I pray for um, the music. I pray for um, just how everything is going to flow together. I ask that you would bless it, Lord, um, that everyone would feel super comfortable. <laughs> um, and yeah, we just, once again, we just thank you uh, for Robin and for Davey. Lord, we thank you. Uh, We thank you for the Tuesday that you have created, that you have have been set apart for men and women to gather together to worship you. We thank you that you have given the Johnsons a place where your people can gather and uh, worship you, uh, hear from you, and we want to commit our house before you. We know the owners pray every day, but we pray specifically for Tuesday at 6.30 as your people gather together that your blessings will come down in a mighty way. The Lord, they will always sense you there. And uh, we pray that over that house, the Holy Spirit will richly dwell and that everyone who comes will have clarity of your voice even those who have initially or beforehand have been struggling to know what you are you saying, that every time they will gather, they will have the clarity in their ears. They will be able to hear from you. And we pray that God, you take over this fellowship, that it will be all unto you, that when people show up, it will just be for you, and that you will also show up, and you will bless your people, you will speak to them, you will direct them, and that God, um, miracles and great things will come forth from this place. That it will not be another fellowship, God, but it will be a time with you. That people will, will be different, that there will be a revival springing forth from that house that will reach many people and many nations in the name of Jesus. So we pray that God, as these people prepare to, to meet, that your spirit will take over and that he will direct and he will teach, he will, he will lead the people so that whenever they are there, that they will sense you. We bless the Johnsons and we pray that even as they have opened their home, there will be a special blessing upon them. We thank you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Any kids want to pray anything? <coughs> okay. Um, one last thing I, I, I would like to do. Uh, you guys can close this circle. No, care. If you step in, um, I, I what is on my heart is for Karis and me just to pray for your feet. Uh, so we're not going to go around to every person, um, but you can pick a pair of feet over here. I'll pick a pair of feet over here, and if you would just, uh, we're just going to kneel and pray. We're blessing you guys. We're blessing you and sending you out. Um, yes, to the home groups, but more than that, we're sending you out. Uh, to have pick some to feet. bring your children to birth, you know, especially these two over here, and whatever else God's birthing you, we just want to bless you to to have feet of peace. So, yeah. Do you want to pick Nicholas's feet? Oh. <laughs> I'll pick Nicholas's feet. Okay. 
Jesus, we thank you for these feet, for Nicholas's specifically, since we're touching his, um, but for all these other feet that we're not touching too, Lord. I ask that where the feet walk, that foundations would tremble the kind of foundations that are not built on the solid rock, that are not built on the vision of our Father, that are not built on the love of our God, that aren't built on the sacrifice of Jesus. I pray that those foundations would quake where these feet walk, that things would shake up, that the wells that we've talked about for so long would have space to come up. Lord, may we walk in the peace that passes understanding, the peace that offers grace, where it's entirely undeserved, the peace that is a sword that cuts out what doesn't belong. The peace that pierces and the peace that is whole. We believe you, Jesus. We believe that you're the Prince of Peace. And we know that we can walk in the peace that you've given us. Give that blessing to each one of these feet, each one of these home churches, and all of the people that come in where these feet have walked. I pray that they'd never tread on people, they'd never tread on hearts, they'd never tread on spirits, except for bad ones, and that the enemy really would be crushed under their feet. How beautiful on the mountaintops are the feet of those who bring good news. Thank you, God, that you're speaking good news over every person here. And thank you, God, that that word of good news will go with them. Surely goodness and mercy will follow them all the days of their lives. Thank you for that, Lord. We bless these feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace prepared to bring good news and shalom to their homes and to the homes of other people, the temples of other humans. We thank you, God. We thank you for speaking a cleansing word over us. Now, let your spirit guide these feet into the path of peace. Thank you for every person here, Lord Jesus, who you dearly love. We bless them, Lord, and we're here to receive your commissioning. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. You may return to your pews.
Yes, kids. Kids. Kids, you may go to the back. Oh, no, I want kids time is what I wanted. I should have said that. Kids time is uh, tonight I wanted you guys to be able to pray. Did you want a teaching? Well, I'll give you kids this teaching real quick from right here. Like I said earlier, Zeke, Solon, Cohen, Zion, Samuel, Phineas, you guys are important to us. Uncle Tim prayed today about the body of Christ at dwelling. Everybody plays a part in this body. Everybody. You kids are important to us. And that doesn't mean you have to pray when we invite you to, but we sure want you. We want you to pray. We just want you to be here. We want you to laugh. We want you to make noises, joyful noises during our time of worship music. We want you guys to be a part of us, and you are a part of us. Every one of you is very special to us. And uh, we want you to share your specialness with us, whatever that is, within reason. 